It's time to talk some Gophers hoops. It's time to talk about being okay with progress, but not being okay with losses, wanting to see improvements, but not liking the loss, a lose in the L, in the L column. We'll talk about it all today. There's a lot to process, but it's okay to be not okay. And it's okay to appreciate progress. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, today we're talking Gophers hoops. Be sure to hit subscribe, drop a like so other people can find the channel on YouTube. And if you like the podcast and you listen on an audio platform, be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get it so others can find the podcast. If you're catching the podcast notifications on Twitter, be sure to retweet those so others can follow it as well. We got to build the community. We got to get more Gophers fans, more of Gophers Nation on this podcast so we can communicate. We can build it up. We can talk in the chats. We can get it going. So I appreciate you for listening. Be sure to find us wherever you get Locked On Golden Gophers. Now let's jump in today, and we're talking about Gophers hoops, Gophers men's hoops. We're going to talk another episode separately of Gophers women's hoops coming up in the very, very near future. But today we're talking Gophers men's hoop. We're talking about the progress we've been seeing, and I get it. I want to start this show by talking about progress and patience isn't fun. It's not fun at all. You don't like having to wait to feel success. And there's a lot of, not a lot of, there's a handful of coaches out there that join a program in their first year and they have wins and they find success. And people are like, why can't we have a coach like that? Why can't we have a coach that brings in 18 to 20 wins right away? It's not how it works. And even when those coaches find their 18 to 20 wins of success in their first season, they typically have a regression. They typically fall back. They typically end up having a worse year in the next two years, within the next two years. Sometimes it's drastically worse to the point where they win 18 to 20 in year one, and then they're at the nine, 10 wins overall in year number three. Like it doesn't just automatically fix. And we have to remember that as Gophers fans, we have to remember that Rome isn't built in a day. Now, I'm not saying the Gophers are going to be Rome anytime soon. I'm not saying we're going to be a number one seed in the next five, six, seven, eight years. But what we're doing is trying to build this thing from the ground up the right way, the way to have longevity, the way to have progress year in, year out, and build something that can be consistent, build something that can be growing, proud of. And yes, right now you might not feel the most proud of the Gophers men's basketball team as they're struggling to find wins in the conference. And every once in a while they have some bad effort. Every once in a while it's tough to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. It's tough. But it was never going to be easy. And the thing is, if you came into this year with the expectation that this Gophers basketball team was going to be heavily competing in the conference to the point where they're a top five team in the Big Ten, You were just setting yourself up for hurt. That's just plain and simple. It takes time to develop. 
Now, yes, the Gophers might have started hot last year and then finished off with a whimper. But you have to look at the chemical makeup, the, the roster makeup of the team. We had seven transfer, grad transfer players playing majority of the minutes that are all eventually leaving the program for the most part. What does that mean? That means you're moving into year two, officially year two, really basically a year one with youth, with a lot of freshmen, with not many returners, with people needing to earn key minutes and key rotational time and key roles within the system. Learn the system. My goodness, that is very apparent with this Gophers basketball team as we are still learning the system. There are still adjustments being made. There is still chemistry being worked out between these players on the floor. Now, you don't want it to take this long. You don't want it to be such an extended process. But when you have a lot of youth playing key minutes, when you have multiple guys down with injuries, and you're playing freshmen that might not be fully ready to play big 10 minutes, 20 plus minutes a night, ready to take on the big 10, the gritty, the bump and grind, the bruises and the banging down low, Night in, night out for 20 plus minutes a night. These freshmen aren't ready for it. Now they're showing flashes. They're showing improvements as they're being thrown into the fire. And that's what you do like to see. That's what we'll talk a little bit more about next coming up. But first, I mean, we have to talk about that the expectation isn't immediately winning the Big Ten. And it's really not even always winning the games right now, but it's showing the progress, showing the the boost in confidence and swagger with a lot of these younger players. Even Jamison Battle, he hasn't looked like himself in the starting weeks of the season. In fact, I talked to Ryan James, who um, a lot of you probably follow from 247 Sports, and I was like, does it look like he's adjusting his shot a lot more than what we've ever seen? And he said, ever since that foot surgery, it looks like it's just not as explosive for him, which means he isn't creating as much separation in his step back or in the different moves that he's making. So he doesn't have as much separation when he's shooting and therefore he might be adjusting more. But Gophers fans aren't thinking about that. They're thinking, I don't see the ball going in the hoop as much. And so what's going on? And there's a little bit of explanation. There's a little bit of possible explanation. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's legitimately the reason why, but it's something that a lot of fans don't consider. And then you look at it, and then all of a sudden, Jameson comes out in this IU game, pops off for 20 points, is wet in three balls like it's his day job, four for nine from three point, deep three point, and putting the team on his back and really lighting it up out there, but not forcing the game. And I love that Coach Ben Johnson talked about that after in the press conference. Actually, I'm going to play that for you, what Coach Ben Johnson had to say about Jamison Battle in the presser after the game. Take a listen. You know, I, I think the biggest thing, um, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in, in Jamison. Um, I just love the fact that, you know, in a game like this, it's easy to get out of yourself and do too much. And I thought, I thought he was terrific in what he did and how he played and how he led and talked to guys and communicated and got us in our stuff. And, you know, the last play he's talking about, you know, use me as a decoy, you know, and, and that's just maturity. You know, it's a guy that even wants to win. And, and um, I'm just really proud that, you know, he, again, he stuck with, with the game plan. And, and it's funny when you do that, you, you have success. And he played loose and he played free and he really guarded, um, you know, and he was he was a guy out there that 
you know, Jaden and, and, and Trayton could look at for leadership and confidence. And I thought he brought that. So you hear what I'm saying? He let the game come naturally. In fact, I love the leadership aspect of him understanding that this team is going to sell out for him because he's on fire, because he's making such impact plays. And he says, use me as a decoy, set up another shot. And we got good looks. We got shot opportunities to walk away with this game. They just didn't fall in the end. In that fourth quarter, in the final stretch, we got good looks that didn't fall. And it sucks. It stinks. It didn't happen. But you saw the progress. You saw the scrapping. You saw the fight. You saw the just pure will to be in the game. And do you want to know where that comes from? It comes from the players digging down deep and doing it, yes. But it comes from the audience. It comes from the crowd and you guys showing up there, even though things aren't going smooth, even though the games aren't as entertaining as you want them to be or they don't end with the result that you want. Y'all showed up. Y'all got loud. The barn was rocking. The place was crazy. The The players were fired up. They're, they're amping. Like, yes, give it to us. Let's go. Defense. Here we go. Make a stand. Even Coach Thorson, after the game, tweeted out about that indeed thing. The barn was rocking, and the players felt it, and they appreciated it, and they played through it, and they loved it. Keep bringing that mentality. It goes a long way. And with that, it's okay to have fun, even in a losing season. Now, I'm not saying accept losing. I'm not saying like that the program isn't doing well, but know the expectations this year. Know what is on the line and what we're working for and still support, still enjoy, still see the brighter things. We'll talk about a lot that a little bit more coming up, but first, I want to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel brings you the show brand new to the podcast. They are our new go-to when it comes to Locked On Sportsbook, and you definitely have to give them a look, give them a try, because if you place a bet of at least $5, that's just $5 within that sportbook, they're giving you $150 automatically, win or lose. That's right, win or lose, you get the opportunity to get $150 just off of a $5 bet, and that is guaranteed. So just sign up at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Again, that's fanduel.com slash lockdown. And fanduel has all of your favorite bets money lines, point spreads, player props. You can even do same game parlays to triple, quadruple, multiply your, your chance, your payout, depending on if you hit. Now, it's a good thing to try out. It's a good thing to give a look. And if you're ever even just looking for props and odds to understand the lines and how they are favored towards certain teams, you should check it out at FanDuel. But again, go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and you can get that deal with a $5 bet to get $150 free. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook of the NFL. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers. Thank you, thank you for making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. We're talking 
football consistently. We're talking hoops. We're talking hockey, which tomorrow we have a hockey Friday as well. And we've got the play-by-play announcer from Bali Sports, Sam Ekstrom, joining us on the show. You're definitely not going to want to miss this one. He has great, and I mean phenomenal information for you, the Gophers fans. If you like Gophers hockey, if you haven't even gotten into Gophers hockey yet, you definitely should because they're one of the best teams in the entire country. So, you know, if you're having a hard time with the Gophers basketball team because they're struggling, like check out the Gophers hockey team, which is balling out right now. But all that said, we'll have him on the show tomorrow. Be sure to give it a look, hit subscribe so you don't forget. And let's get back to the basketball talk for today. Now, improvements we've seen in these last couple games, it has been an improvement. Like, let's talk about that. Let's make it known that, yes, we've still lost some games. Yes, it's tough. It's I'm not trying to make excuses for Gophers basketball. But what I am trying to say is that outside of that Purdue game, outside of the Purdue game in which we absolutely got the brakes beaten off of us, which was semi-expected, produced one of the best teams in the entire country. We can't really match up with Zach Eady with this current roster. That one was tough, and it was kind of hard to watch, and there wasn't a lot of effort, and there wasn't a lot of positives to take away from that game. In fact, the Purdue game is brutal. But outside of that, you have the Wisconsin game where we showed fight, we showed toughness, we showed the will to win and lost by three. You played the Nebraska game where the Gophers shouldn't have messed around and lost at home. Let's be real. That was disappointing. But a two-point game in overtime. They're in the fight in these things. It's a dogfight. Then you go out to Ohio State and you win by three. Then you play Illinois tough as nails in the first half. Then you struggle down the second half, look gas, look like you lose your motivation again, something you don't like to see. That's where you can be critical is why are we losing our motivation in that Second half of the Illinois game and the Purdue game, it looked like a team that was just embarrassing to watch, straight up. And I think the team would tell you that as well. But outside of those three halves of basketball, this 2023 season, as far as from January on, has looked progressive. It has looked intriguing. It has showed flashes from freshmen and flashes from youth on the team that you're just like, okay, I can get with this. Okay, we're in the fight. Okay. Let's do this. Then you head to Michigan, play them, scrap them. Dawson Garcia gets a little banged up. Dawson Garcia gets in the foul trouble in the first half. It kind of takes away some momentum from us, which really stinks. But when they played through Dawson Garcia and allowed things to come naturally and work off of him, it was brilliant. Then Dawson Garcia's out for the next game, and you're like, how are we going to win this Indiana game? How? Like Most fans were probably like, we're going to get beat by like 20 points to Indiana. And the Gophers come out and they scrap and they fight with only seven players on scholarship, on the roster, able to play. Only seven players saw minutes in that game. And in fact, two of those seven players didn't play a majority of the second half due to being banged up. So you're talking about a majority basically of the entire second half was played by five players that did not leave the floor for the most part of that entire second half. Scrapping. With Indiana, the entire game, pushing, fighting, diving for loose balls, stripping the ball, rebounding, cleaning the glass, pushing off in the post, like all sorts of the fight that you want to see from the Golden Gophers. You saw that in that Indiana game, and that's what I want to stress is you can be proud of that type of experience. Yes, 
you don't want to encourage losing. Nobody wants to lose. But when you see that fight, when you see that effort coming from such extreme circumstances, from such extreme adversity, I can tell you for a fact, this team will win more games. They will. I can put my, my, I'll put my word on it right here. The Gophers will win a couple more games to end the season. Now, a couple more isn't thrilling, but if you they go down to the wire every single game or nine out of the 10 games, if there's 10 games left, if they go down to the wire and they're pushing and they're scrapping and they're fighting, I guarantee you the the atmosphere of the Gophers, the outlook of the Gophers moving forward can be so much better. And more wins will come because shots will fall. They're getting good looks. They're just not falling in some spurts. It looks like at first the shots were just like kind of ugly shots, bad opportunities, maybe shots you don't want certain players taking. But these last two games, Indiana and Michigan, they were shots that were good looks, smart, and just sometimes didn't fall. But as they continue to make ball movement happen on the team, as they continue to spread the floor, as they continue to slow the pace, work through their players, work through Dawson Garcia, screen open Jamison Battle, allow players to find their shots and their zones and their spaces that they find success most often, that's where we're starting to see the bounce back. That's where we're starting to see the dog. And then on defense, we're just out there dogging it, fighting, scrapping. I've said that so many times in this podcast, but that's what it is. And the zone, the zone defense in that Indiana game was huge. I would not be surprised to see more of that as we move forward. Not always. They're going to play man defense still because they play fairly well at man defense as well. The way that we have schematically played defense in the last few games has been nice. Outside of even moments of Purdue where we got blown out, there were moments that were nice when they followed the game plan and it looks good. Think about that. When they follow the game plan, things look pretty good. That tells you to your coaching right there. Now, people are like, well, if he's not winning enough games, Coach Ben Johnson, then why? I don't want a losing product. Let it build. That's all I got to say. Let it build. Now we've got time. We've seen progress. We saw moments from Jaden Henley in this game where he looked like he officially had swagger. He had confidence. He was ready to go. And that's what you like to see. And he didn't force it. He let it come to him in the system. I've been critical of Jaden Henley this season so far because he often forces it. He dribbles a little bit too much. But in this last game, he let it come. He let it be natural. He let it be part of the system, part of the offense. And it came. And he fought through. And he got and ones. There were still moments where maybe he adjusted on an open fast break free or layup and he tried to get a foul and didn't know. Go into him, take the contact, go up strong and foul, get a foul. But that comes with more experience. That comes with getting stronger in this conference, which a lot of these guys still need to do. The future can be bright. It can be. I'm not going to guarantee it will be. But the flashes that we see, if those start to become more and more frequent, if the chemistry starts to build more, it can be bright. And the thing I want to close this segment off with is the Gophers could have potential to look even better next year because a lot of these players will probably be back. Now, there's some question marks. There's question marks if Talon Cooper is going to use his final year of eligibility or if he's going to call it after his four years. There's questions on... 
does anybody try to take a leap to the pros? But I would be surprised just with how everything's going now. I don't think that the draft capital would be all there right now. So I think you're going to see a lot of these guys back, which means we don't have to rush the freshman of next year's class, which means we can play more to who is ready and to the strengths and to a team that has gelled in this offense even more and understands the system and has summer ball together and has more time on the floor to understand each other. Look, this Gophers team might finish somewhere in 12th through 14th in the conference this year. It's a fact. But if you're bringing a lot of these guys back, you're getting healthy players back in Fox and Ian, and you're getting true freshmen that look like they have potential. You're getting Caden Betts coming off of a redshirt year. It could be fun. It could be a step up, two steps up from where it is. We could be talking about the Gophers in that seventh, eighth seed, seventh, eighth slot in the conference, fighting to make a tournament run, pushing all these teams, banging down with even the competitors, the top contenders in the conference. It could be a huge leap next year. And so that's why you should hold on. That's why you should fight through, just be a good fan, cheer them on, show out. Now don't cheer on bad effort, but if they're out there dogging it, they're out there throwing themselves on the line, reaching for balls, diving for balls, scrapping for rebounds. Yes. Cheer this team on and give them love because they're growing and this fan base can grow as well. Now to finish this one off, I want to talk about Minnesota in general. I want to talk about Minnesota fans in general, because it's something that has to be said that's coming up next. All right, we're going to we're going to wrap this up one up with one final just call out to the fans and we'll keep it short. We'll keep it brief, but Minnesota fans, all of y'all, not just Gopher fans. I'm talking Wild fans, Twins fans, Timberwolves fans, Vikings fans. If you're a fan of any team in Minnesota, I am talking directly to you right now. We got to chill. We got to take a moment, take a breather and remember why you love sports. Now, yes, everyone loves to win. Everyone loves to feel success. But you love sports for what they are, for the atmosphere, for the camaraderie, for the teamwork, for the, the, the fighting through the expectations, pushing past uncertainty, being able to pull off victories when you're doubted, when your people are against you and they tell you you're not good enough. That's what you cheer for. That's what you root for. And it doesn't always turn out the way you want it to. But when it does, man, that's a feeling, a feeling of greatness, a feeling of belonging, a feel, a feeling of being a part of the team, a part of the program, a part of a fandom. So Minnesota fans, we got to chill because right now the extremes in these fan bases are out of this world. It's It's all the way extending from oh, our team is pitiful and they don't deserve my viewership or the winning was a, you go to the other end and the winning's a fluke. Thinking of the Vikings this year, the winning's a fluke. Now, did they end up bouncing in the playoffs? Yes, but you could still enjoy the successes you saw this year and it's not a Super Bowl. No, it's not, but you got a lot of excitement, a lot of moments that many organizations don't get to experience, like the catch from JJ against Buffalo, like the comeback versus Indianapolis. People don't get to experience those things in one season with a new rookie head coach, with one of the best receivers in the entire league. And that's just one part of the franchise. 
the extremes are too much. Find yourselves in the middle. Take a take a breather and remember why you enjoy sports, why you became a fan in the first place. Because if you are a Minnesota fan, if you are a Minnesota sports fan, you didn't become a fan for winning. You didn't become a fan for championships. Now, do you want them? Yes. Do you want them as much, if not more, than other fan bases out there? But don't get to the extreme of hating every player, hating every coach, hating every front office person. This is pitiful. They don't deserve my viewership. I'm going to talk crap about them on every social platform and destroy it. And I hate this and I want to burn my jersey and all. No, no, that's not why you fell in love with this. And that's what makes Minnesota fans the best when we're not on the extremes is the loyalty is the camaraderie is the sense of being and belonging. Now, Minnesota, we've been through a lot, and it's okay to experience a good game, a scrappy game, and appreciate it, and even in the result of a loss, be proud of your team. Now, I'm not saying celebrate a loss. I'm saying be proud of your team and the effort they put forward, and that's what we can do more, do better of with the Gophers sports, with all the sports in Minnesota, but especially since I speak to and I cover the Gophers the Gophers sports right now. It's okay to appreciate progress. It's okay to appreciate growth with a team while still not being satisfied with the feeling of loss. Not accepting defeat, but pushing forward and taking the positives and finding ways to adapt and grow on them. It's okay to hate losing, but understand patience of what a program and program building takes because in order for the Gophers talking basketball, talking football, you name it in order for a struggling team to build successfully and build a program that players want to be a part of and make recruiting even better and make the top players want to play here. They need a loyal fan base that lifts them up in their worst times that pushes them but they celebrate them and they stand there with them and they cheer for them and they pack the house out and they show up. So do that. Be a Gopher fan. This is a show where we always continue to row. This is Kane Rob signing off. I'll see you tomorrow for the hockey official episode with Sam Ekstrom. Row the boat. Sky, you Go Gophers.